Welcome to the anointed and practical teaching of Pastor Namti Odukoya. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will not only be a blessing to you, but make you more Christ-centered. God bless. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning, honorable fountaineers. How are you all doing this morning? Amen. I'm enjoying mine too. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We're going to go quickly to our promise for the week, which is found from the book of Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Amen. It says, those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Amen. I am strong. I know my God and I'm strong and I will carry out great exploits in Jesus name are you going to carry out great exploits why because you know your God amen there will be opposition on the way but you have to remember who your God is you are more than a conqueror on that note because I think I actually think this promise goes in very well with Church 316 theme, the rising, the rising star. You know when God opens the door, when you rise, there will always be friction on the way. But I just have a few points of things to do when you, ap- when you approach or when you face that opposition because you must do great exploits. You will, in Jesus' name. I'd like us to have a look quickly at the book of John chapter 12. It's just a nice conversation, something that happened in one house. And Jesus was there. Judas was there. We're going to read from verse 2. There they made him a supper. And Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. That's Jesus. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrance oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you have with you always, but me you do not have always. Amen. I'm looking at this conversation, I'm like, it could have gone anyway. It could have gone south, as we would say it. But Jesus controlled this conversation. Because there are conversations that will make you angry sometimes. Conversations that will provoke you to anger. But we can learn from Jesus that you need to control conversations. You need to cut them short. Any silly argument, time-wasting argument, cut it short. Jesus, 
did not embarrass. That's the lesson I learned here from Jesus. He did not embarrass his enemy, which was Judas Iscariot. You know, Jesus already knew that Judas was a thief. And Judas, I mean, Judas was obviously envious of Jesus. You know, verse 2 says Jesus was being served. Jesus was this. Jesus was that. And interestingly enough, Jesus was the one who chose Judas to be in his team. But I feel like when we read this, that Judas wanted to be the one instead of Jesus. He started seeing everything wrong with what Jesus was doing. He thought he could do it right. He could do it better. He sounds, the way he spoke here sounds like somebody who is resentful. He is full of anger. He's angry with Jesus. And obviously, it, te- it tells you that this must have been happening for a while. He's been harboring these feelings against Jesus in his mind. I said it's an everyday conversation. These are the things that would happen every day. And when you are rising, you will find that people will start criticizing you. People will give you unsolicited advice, but you need to know who you are and whose you are. Remember, you are the people that know their God. You are strong and you will do exploits in the name of Jesus. You know what we call Judas nowadays? What do we call people who behave like Judas? Haters. He represents haters. So, this is how Jesus dealt with him. He did not embarrass him. Do not embarrass your haters. Let them embarrass themselves. In the end, you know what happened. He embarrassed himself because he could not stop himself. He went on to sell Jesus, you know. I don't want to get to, to the story, but my point is don't try to embarrass them. Let them embarrass themselves. Pick your battles. Imagine if Jesus had decided. Because the way Jesus answered, he didn't say, you, I know you, you are a thief. You are saying this because you want to steal this money. It's not because he, Jesus knew about that. But he didn't go there. He only wanted to keep the conversation at that level. He said, just leave her. You know, yes, she has kept this for this day for my burial. Jesus didn't didn't want to lose focus. He knew that that moment was, was a prophetic moment. A prophetic act was taking place. He did not want to shift focus. So that's my advice for you from what we have, we have learned. Do not shift your focus from the main thing. The main thing here was that prophetic act which was happening because he was going to die very soon and Mary was anointing him. That prophetic act concerning his burial. Amen. And then... I was thinking, if he had decided to tell him who he was, you are a thief, you do this and that, some people, people would have been divided. It's, people are, no matter how right you are, sometimes people like to support people who are doing wrong. Remember in heaven, one day there was war, and there were still angels who were on Satan's side. Until today, I failed to understand that. But they were fighting God. They took the devil's side, Lucifer's side, and they fought against God. So if Jesus had decided to fight Judas, if Jesus had decided to fight Judas that day, I'm sure some people would have taken Judas' side and it would have been a messy situation. So don't involve yourself. Leave it. Leave it for God to deal with it. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus would have taken all. So Jesus would have taken Jesus' glory, God forbid. 
So he didn't, Jesus did not allow him to take his glory. That was his time of glorification, his time of prophetic act. And the Bible says a fool vents all his anger, but the wise holds back. So people nowadays are like, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. You know, because you are you know, eloquent, you, want, you know how you have the right words to say. Hold those words. Prove that you are wise. Let them vent. Let fools vent. You hold back. Amen. And then for Judas, from Judas also we can learn some things. Judas was with Jesus. Just like we are Jesus followers. Judas had a weakness like everybody else. We all have weaknesses. But what do you do with your weakness? You take it to Jesus. You admit that you have that weakness. You don't pretend as if you don't have it. What Judas did here, he disguised his, his weakness as wisdom. He made it look, he glorified it, which is what we see happen a lot nowadays. People glorify their weaknesses as wisdom. You know, like it's an in thing. And you people, people get supporters for what they are doing wrong. Judas had the opportunity to go to Jesus and say, I have this issue, I have this problem. When you have a weakness, I'm cl- including myself, you need to have somebody you trust to talk to. Tell them, I have this weakness so that they can hold you accountable. Because if Judas had admitted what his weakness was, I'm sure they would have watched him when it came to money. So that he did not end, it did not end up killing him. He did not end up killing himself. If there's you, everybody has a weakness. But Jesus, His strength has been made perfect in our weaknesses. Amen. His grace is sufficient for us. Let's not be ashamed. You know, some people have a weakness, obvious weakness, but they are so oblivious to their weakness. Everybody else knows, but them, but themselves. They think people don't know that they have that weakness. That's very painful. When a person has a weakness and they pretend as if they don't have it. And everybody else uh, knows. I'm sure everybody knew Judas did have this weakness. But he never admitted to it. So he never received help. The only way to receive help is when you realize that you have that issue. And take it to Jesus in prayer. And obviously Jesus has given you people who are surrounding you. Talk to one person you trust and they will hold you accountable. Amen. Another point I want us to quickly have a look at. The Bible says we should always search all spirits. When people say things, they have, they have intentions. They have, uh, what's this word again? Motives. They have motives. You would think they are wise. They are sounding sensible. Because, I mean, it's uh, humanly speaking. They, it makes sense when they are speaking, you know, this and that, you know, and you f- don't follow such people. Search all spirits. If you were there and you heard Judas say, this money could have been sold for, this oil could have been sold for, I don't know how much that is, let's say three million naira, and we would have fed many people in Lagos. You would have sat there and thought, mm, actually it's true. Why waste this oil just, just pouring it on Jesus, on one man like that? It's true. People have motives. People are disgruntled and they want supporters. When they speak, they want to drag you down to the mud. For God forbid, refuse that. 
Search all spirits before you support people. Search all spirits. Life is governed by principles. People create their own principles as well. You are not going to fall for those for those for their principles in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And then, and then, do you know with Judas there was no, there were no immediate consequences. There was no immediate consequence for his actions. He had been doing this for a long time. When a person seems famous for going against what is right, for going against God, and the person seems to be getting more and more popular for going against God's principles, stay back. Because the consequences might not be immediate, but they are surely coming. In the end, they came for Judas. He thought he was having it all. He was cool. He was feeling cool. When the Pharisees and Sadducees came for Jesus, he went, uh, he went you know, feeling all He has these 30 pieces of silver. He have, and, but in the end, he realized that he couldn't do anything with that money. It was a cursed money. He tried to take it back to them. They said, no, we don't have anything to do with that money. You take it. He threw it and he went and hung himself. It will not be our portion. Our own end is good in the name of Jesus. We will finish well in the name of Jesus. I just said to share those few points because those are things that happen every day. We have opinions. We hear opinions every day. And we have people who, who oppose the things that we do every day. And I'm just, I just want to strengthen you that don't be shaken. What God has said, he has said, it stands. It will forever stand. It will forever stand. It will forever stand. If it worked for Abraham, that same God is still here today. It will work for you. He's the covenant-keeping God. And he will keep the covenant with you in the name of Jesus. And where you are weak, he will make you strong in the name of Jesus. Because you know your God, you will, you will do great, great exploits in the name of Jesus. You will not fail in the name of Jesus. People will hear of you and they will praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I encourage you to make up your mind to follow Jesus. Jesus. Men will talk, but follow him to the end. Hallelujah. Congratulations for a beautiful conference. God bless you. Amen. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoji, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.